and terribly episode 29 29 jesus already yeah man 30 is a bit of a boring milestone so we probably won't do anything for it no we are one away we'd have like we'll have like a secret birthday for that one yeah, yeah, yeah. We could just um, kind of like invite the family and forget to tell people. Absolutely. And we told the people that we were going to make up for the fact that we took a week off. Yes. So yes, you are getting two back-to-back weeks of content, goddammit. Clap for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it still on? Yeah. Fucking that hell. Fucking, that fireplace that you said you were going to tell before we start recording. I mean, I couldn't even hear it, to be honest. Yeah, because you've got headphones on. The fireplace is popping. We are in East London. Yes. It's man like Abs. It's man like Tommy. It's man like Johnny. Hello. Back again. Yes. Literally. Literally. Welcome mm. back. Thank yes. you. Thank you. What are you Shout saying? Out to what man you say? like Yemi. Yeah. 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 What, what a standing role he did. Yeah, yes. 100%. Appreciates. It's podcasting is in the blood. Mm. Come on. Apparently. What? In his That's blood. what they're saying. That's his what the streets in, in his blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm just tagging along. Um, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to this Could End Terribly episode 29. You are here with Abiyade, Tommy, Johnny. We are here every other week, most other weeks, <laughs> on Amazon Music. When you guys say, mm. yeah, Spotify, mm. SoundCloud, mm. what's the other one? Apple Podcasts mm. and YouTube. If you're nasty, hit up the YouTube a little bit more, please. A lot of you are nasty as well, like. yeah. Just just hit up that a bit more. Just do we're, that. we're trying to transition. And if you have not yet, sign up to the mailing list because Instagram is a terrible way to try and build a brand. What do we find out? I'm not even. I've not signed up to the mailing list. Yeah, because you're a pagan. Yeah, I need to subscribe to the YouTube as well. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I uh, exclusively listen to us on YouTube. Oh, you oh, do, yeah? yeah? Wow. Nastiest. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that Apple Podcasts is free as well, right? <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. I'm just asking still. you about USB-C charger, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, apparently, I don't have one in my house. Um, gentlemen, very, very quickly, how you been? How you been? Surviving, thriving, waiting to go on holiday. Yeah, you're going off on holiday. Tell the people where you're going. That's right. By the time this episode comes out Tuesday, I will be in New York, baby. We would know because you you become a fucking social media whore when mm, you go on holiday. That's right. We will know. That's right. You can see bare yellow taxis, uh, bare um, uh, salt beef bagels, Pondergram. Uh, and then the original. day after, original. Two, yeah, yeah, two, 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 two uh, I actually can't let you. Uh, no, no, let's let's anti-Semite, please. Gents. Well, I didn't say anything. I oh. said that's original. You're oh. gonna get a salt beef bagel and uh, get in a yellow cab in New York. Yeah, you probably get an Uber, but just say it anyway. Apparently, apparently they don't really do Uber like that. It's actually quite tough to pre-book a cab in New York. That's Is what it? I've heard. Is it? Yeah, to pre-book a cab is quite hard. You got to just hail down the yellow man. Apparently, there's better than about. I think it's cheaper anyway. Maybe. Anyway, and then the day after this comes out, I'll be down in Miami, baby. Welcome to Miami. Doing up Will Smith. Miami. What was, excuse me? Dancing in the club where the heat is on all night on the beach to the break of dawn. I'm going to Miami. Welcome to Miami. Very good. Yeah, I'm gonna, so I'm going to just echo Yemi's thoughts on that and just say justice for Will. <laughs> just throw Absolutely. Back to the last episode. Free Willy. Free Willy. Uh, so, yeah, I'm in Miami and I'm be getting sunny and swimmy and wavy. And you're, you're fucking obnoxious when you go on holiday. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I can't wait to see pictures of him burnt. Yeah, literally. I can't wait to and see. And then he'll come back and be like, I got a tan. Yeah, yeah. Who, uh, he's really who needs enemies? With <laughs> that loves yeah. the life. With yeah, friends yeah. like you. Exactly. <laughs> um, Tommy, welcome back, brother. Thank you. Thank you. How you been? 
Good, man. Good to be back. What's been going on? I've kind of started to understand a bit better some of the reactions some of my friends have listening to this pod, basically. Oh, shit. Why? Because last week when I was listening to, obviously, the pod that I missed, Mm. it was super frustrating. Why? Because all you do is just shout at the, whatever, at what you're listening at. You're like, nah, clearly it's this. (laughs) You know what I mean? There were points where you, man, were trying to guess, like, different things. And I was like, nah, man. What, like when Johnny said that Drake is from Colombia? That was clearly bullshit. Yeah. Mazza. Uh, that was when you were searching Atlanta for that threw me flakes and la la la. Uh, yeah, I meant crunchy nut. And all these things. There was like <laughs> lots of points where I was just like, just screaming at my laptop because that's how I consume this on YouTube. Yeah, the point I was trying to make is that when <laughs> my mum used to have, used to use Crunchy Nut as a substitute when the Frosties was out. Crunchy Nut's way better than Frosties. No, anyway. Crunchy Nut is oh, actually banging. It's, no, it's so not. much yeah. better than Frosties. But you had a terrible childhood. <laughs> what? Just, just, <laughs> just sugarless porridge. <laughs> just, just that one cereal household. Yeah. Bro, I can't imagine anything worse as a kid. I didn't know that was. I didn't know it was such a problem you, until the feedback from yeah, this episode crazy. started coming Utopia. in. Now you've understood. Yeah. Utopia now, I, now I live. Like I said. <laughs> now I live. Yeah, sorry, mommy. Even until today, I have like three sets of cereal at home. That's mad chat. Yeah. One, one set of like granola thing. Yeah. Right. Like Cornflakes right now. Granola. Kind of, oh yeah. We got granola. We got granola in there somewhere. Okay. Um, but that's it. Yeah, I don't really do cereal for breakfast. Do I like a croissant? I didn't necessarily say it was for breakfast. Yeah. Or two twos. I'm a big fan of intermittent fasting. I don't really do breakfast. Since solids. when? Why do you say this shit? Since when? Since I've been getting the body Miami ready, baby. Mm. Okay. Well, look, man. Um, say, How are you, Rich? No, nah, good. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. It's. Uh... I'd like to take a second just to deep that okay. <laughs> when, when, I was trying to actually just... go past it. I, like... <laughs> I just saw hot fire ready to come out yeah, of his mouth. I was trying to get him out of the booth. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am wonderful, chaps. I am wonderful. Um, bit tired. Feeling good. Feeling great. How are you? We... we... We did that, didn't we? We just did that. It was just, it was just the Outcast lyric, you know, it's from that song Outcast Girl Music, where he says, "Feeling good, feeling great." I don't How are know you? That one. Cool. Um, yeah, hey, we're gonna dive right in. Where do you man want to start? Because this is the opposite of a slow news week. Jesus, it's all been kicking off. The notes are ready. Should we start in Austria? Cheap I boy. think what would this could end terribly a podcast that was originated during a COVID lockdown mm. be without another COVID related? Story. Jesus. These this are, one. These men are about it. Before you set this up about Austria, though, I will say that in the future, I think we shouldn't cover countries where we're not trending on their podcast charts. That's mm. true. That's true. Yeah, we'll so give Austria a free one we'll this week. We'll give them exactly. Yeah. But if you want us to cover you again, talk exactly. about you even, acknowledge your existence, exactly. we're going to need them streamy streams to increase. First one's on us. Well, how's your man? What's your man's view on President Atliyev of Azerbaijan? Mm. Are you man pro or, or anti? Where we get what? So that's the kind of topics we're going to cover because obviously Azerbaijan, they we want to hear there. what we're saying. We're up we're number yeah, 45. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We so have we the got, Scandi countries. We'll yes, come back. Denmark. They, they want to know what we, we think. Can, yeah, we'll the come back. pulling out the World Cup and that. They'll come back. Yeah. Austria will place millions of people not fully vaccinated against coronavirus in lockdown as of Monday this week in an effort to deal with a surge in infections, the country's chancellor has said. He said, we must raise the vaccination rate. It is shamefully low. Mm. Approximately 65% of the population is fully vaccinated against COVID-19, which to me sounds decent, (laughs) which is actually one of the lowest rates in Western Europe. Europe has again become the center of the COVID-19 pandemic. And many Austrians are skeptical about vaccines, a view which is encouraged by the far right Freedom Party, Mm -hmm. the third biggest in parliament. Now, before we crack on Austria, it's not gone unnoticed, Johnny Vivas. 
that the conversation about COVID passports is hotting up again. Mm, it is, yeah. So your apparent <clears throat> right prediction on where we're going with that yeah. is going to expire soon. Wrong. No, I already, think Scotland, yeah, Scotland, Wales, Scotland, Wales. I think North Ireland this week who rolled it out as well. Yeah, yeah. Watch this space, but let's focus yeah. on Austria. So what I'm we say right. sounds kind of wild. I'm, I'm still right for now. Yeah, it's a bit of a, bit of a mad one. It's a bit of a mad one. So you can get a fine between five hundred and thirty six hundred euros Calm. for being caught out your gaff. Calm. You reckon what you ride that thirty six hundred euros? I ain't a brokey. Yeah, I hear that. Sixty five percent does sound all right, but it is one of the lowest vaccination rates in Europe comparatively. The leaders of Europe <coughs> are Portugal, 88%, for some context. Hola, todo bang. Spain on 80%. Hola, como estas? Uh, Denmark on 76%. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> That's what they kind of sound like. Yeah. Hey, hey, my hey. name is Sylvia. Wow. Yeah. Sylvia. Carry Sylvia. on. Uh, Belgium. I, was... I usually get all the corn for my accents. Oh, right. So I'm glad you've joined the Mine party. Mine are quite good. Carry That's on. That's why you get it. Belgium was 74%. Netherlands uh, 73, Italy 73, France 67, die. UK 67, uh, Germany on 67 as well. So basically Austria are one of the least <clears throat> vaccinated men about. Germany are going through a fourth wave right now. Yeah, well. I'm about to get onto them. Mm. I'm about to get onto them. So this lockdown for the unvaccinated was initially meant to last 10 days. Um, they are going to consider it uh, again in, uh, I think it's next Wednesday, maybe the day after this pod comes out, whether or not they keep it. They might actually... They might actually, as a headline came out today, actually install a curfew in the evenings for all citizens, vaccinated or not, such as the growing problem oh. uh, in Austria. That kind of sucks the life out of this story then, doesn't it? Yeah, it's pretty jarring. Pretty jarring. But what, what was funny that the week before these <laughs> restrictions came in, 130,000 men went to get their vaccines <laughs> in what, Austria. when it got announced? Yeah. <laughs> the highest weekly total since mid-July. How many? 130,000. You that's, smart. That's Matt Hancock numbers. Yes. The <laughs> um, highest weekly number since July when obviously everyone was getting their jabs so they could go on holiday. Don't know. Um, Germany, who we mentioned, are considering doing the same thing to unvaccinated um, people. Uh, idiots. Uh, the draft proposal... Oh, wow. Uh, the draft proposal uh, of the forming coalition... Uh, is basically going as far as saying that people will need a negative test if unvaccinated simply to get on public transport Oof. or to go to office. Um, Do you think it's going to come over here? What, the lockdown for the unvaccinated? Yeah, or no. non-vaccinated related rules and or lockdowns. No, no. So, I mean, much like the baby in last week's episode, I have demonstrated my credentials as a thought leader uh, when I said that we should put the unvaccinated on the Isle of Wight. Mm. Uh, Austria being a landlocked country mm -hmm. doesn't have this option available to it. Yeah. Um, they can call me if they want consular assistance. But I did actually do some research okay. into uh, what other countries in Europe are doing because, you know, we have almost no restrictions here. And mm -hmm. this sounds quite draconian without context, locking Sorry, down do the unvaccinated. No in Britain, we have restrictions. It's just we've won. In we beat <laughs> COVID. Did you not sorry. see the press conference? We beat this thing. It's I over. Saw it. I saw it's, that. It's done. Yeah. Bruv. Congrats, guys. So is this is like George Bush's mission accomplished exactly. in 2003. Bojo's done it, bruv. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, won. Yeah. He's the first leader of the world to... So I collected some stories from around the world and what other countries are doing. All right. Latvia, uh, with a 59% vaccine rate, actually lower than, um, than Austria, mm -hmm. has told its MPs that if they have refused to get the vaccine, they are banned from voting on laws, ah. banned from participating in debates, 
and are also having their pay docked. That's quite. I was uh, about to say, firm. if there was no pay doc, then who that's gives a, a shit? That's just a holiday. <laughs> wow. just a holiday. Uh, Russia, uh, where thirty-five percent of the population has been vaccinated, even lower. I like that. Health um, and uh, at the end of October, they introduced a new partial lockdown in Moscow um, of restaurants and shops. They gave workers nine days paid holiday. Done now to help stop the spread. Gunshots. So use Nezrushini, Respublik's Vobodnik, etc., etc. Queensland. Australia, okay. from September, uh, sorry, from December seventeenth, going to bar the unvaccinated from restaurants, pubs, and sports games. And one of the best ones that I've found so far is that Singapore are saying mm. from mid-December that anyone who is choosing to be unvaccinated will have to pay their own medical bills for anything COVID-related going forward. That's that uh, that Piers Morgan's swag. He was on that as well, wasn't well, you he? Might, yeah, stop yeah, taking like up the not, NHS resource. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Similar, similar vibes. All right, cool. We've gone through nation by nation approaches towards this thing. But what's the actual view? Is this right? Is this wrong? Is there a moral high ground here? I personally will hit the fucking streets of London and protest my ass off if this gets anywhere near here. And I mean that, and I say that rather as a double jabbed motherfucker. So yeah, that's where I stand on this. Um, for me, it's just about, as a country, figuring out how many deaths we're comfortable with, basically, is what it comes down mm. to, right? So in Australia, they'll have one or two deaths and lock down the whole country. And here we'll have, I don't know, somewhere between 100 and 150 deaths a day. And we're like, all right, Bless. we're pretty comfortable with this. Yeah. Um, and as heartless as it may sound, I'm pretty comfortable with the way things are right now. Like, yeah, cool, there are 100 people dying every day of COVID or 100, some, some number that fluctuates in and around 100 to 150 every day. But it also means everything's open, right? Um, so the trade-off is like Germany. Germany are having a similar number of deaths, 150, 200 deaths a day at the moment. Um, and they're looking to go into the kind of lockdown measures that you described. Mm -hmm. So that's the trade-off. The trade-off is you go into a lockdown measure and you suppress that number from 200 a day to 50 a day, maybe mm -hmm. 25 a day until, and then and then you go back to opening things up. Right? What's so, the alternative to a country like Germany if they're not going to put the whole country in lockdown? The alternative is us, right? The alternative is open things up and be comfortable with 150 people dying every day from COVID, basically. And reinvesting into the medical system blah, 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 and yeah. being able to, blah, 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 okay. Blah, yeah. yeah. What's your view? Is this right? Is this wrong? Uh, I think it's, <clears throat> I think it's pretty fucked when you do create such an overtly two tier system. And I can't speak to the efficacy of the vaccine program in Austria. So their vaccination rate of 65% is not too dissimilar to ours in 67 at 67%. What I will say is that this country has done particularly well. You can give credit to Boris you can give credit to the NHS you can give credit to whatever, but this country is uniquely good at its testing capacity and also at the rollout of the vaccination. Now Europe has caught up with us, but we went very early, very quick with the number of people we got vaccinated and our capacity to test people rapidly is significantly better than the vast majority of countries in Europe to the extent where it's now become a thing in Ireland that they're fucking fuming that it's so difficult and so expensive to get COVID tests compared to how easy it is uh, on the NHS here. So I don't think it's right that you lock people down in their gaffes for, uh, for 
uh, not choosing not to get the uh, vaccine. But it goes back to something that you two boys were actually uh, saying a few episodes back that I was on the back foot about, about the general government tactic of coercion. Yay, yay. And does it work? And I was probably wrong on that one in hindsight, as evidenced <gasps> by the fact. Whoa. We should have like a soundbite for like a breaking news. Kind of thing. Yeah, um, unexpected. Please, based, please, please continue. Based, based on the fact that when they announced everyone's getting locked down, 130,000 people in Austria go and get the jab. Um, I can't speak to what Austria's healthcare service is doing, but I know that our NHS and our civil service has done a pretty, pretty stiff job in getting people going uh, to get the jabs in their arms. And I think that I think that we've probably got more space to convince more people um to get the jab uh, i don't know the proportion of uh infections to deaths in austria but i know that ours is pretty low yeah um certainly versus other countries with lower vaccination rates um i, I think it just to back up something that you were saying about tests and it's something that i saw across um a couple of weeks ago was in terms of testing and we're looking at as europe as a peer group We've tested by far, by far more people than... It goes back to Trump's thing. Is, oh, yeah, of course we've got a higher number because... We test more people. people. Yeah. Um, so uh, we've actually tested 300... We've actually conducted just a tad under or a tad over 349 million tests. Wait, right? I've taken a few of those. So, yeah. <laughs> now, by comparison, number three in terms of conducting tests sure. is... Uh, it's France, and they've con conducted 150 million tests. Boy. So it's more than double. Double with more than double the amount of tests. And I said three because Russia's second, and Russia's done 218. So wow. even wow. they've been outstripped, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so in terms, just to back up your point, yeah. in terms of yeah, uh, capacity, testing capacity, we're very good. So the final mm -hmm. thing I'm going to say on this topic is that um, I don't believe that locking the unvaccinated in their homes is the right thing to do. Welcome. But I do believe, like I said two episodes ago, Isle of Wight. that putting them on the Isle of Wight really solves a problem. Hunger Games thing. For, for everyone else, yeah. Also, if you haven't read the book Nudge, yes. then this is basically... Richard uh, Taylor and them, man. Exactly. This is exactly... Uh, we've seen policy over the last 18 months that's just basically been uh, set, designed around that nudge yeah. theory. We're, we're going to do top 10 books of the year when Rich lets us. That, that, uh, it's that not happening on this podcast, mate. Maybe you want to do like an IG live or something. No, from the, uh, it's from happening the on this podcast. And then you can do it on there. No, because you get to do new music and albums. I, I barely get to do new music. I'm doing books. I barely get to Grow do up, it. it's happening. You guys don't listen to music, apparently. I listen to audio Or books. read books. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. Um, yeah, so I'll be, I'll be curious to see how this uh, this rolls out. I don't think, to Tommy's point, I don't think the UK are going are gonna to try a thing here. I don't think we necessarily need to. I think the stance that we've taken with regards to cases and deaths is a much more harsher one. Um, well, if you want to call it harsh, is a much more blunt one. And I don't know, so much, you know, it could be this also this equally described as utilitarian. Yeah, you could, you could. Um, but yeah, I guess that's not the stance that a lot of other countries have taken, hence what they are going through now. What I will say is, look, man, solidarity to the people of Austria, France, Singapore, Australia, New Zealand, who are coming in and out and in and out of these lockdowns for two. And who knows, could be well into 2022 as mm. well. <laughs> Keep your mental health. 
Especially as well as Aussie, he can, man. man. Aussie, the Aussies oh, are ready because, to revolt. Yeah, mm. because I can't even imagine what that's like. I, I, the, the thought of going into anything that even resembles another lockdown or even sort of restrictions right now in the UK makes me want to fight someone. Yeah, no, um, it's, it's basically, it's revolution time. Yeah, exactly. I'm reading a book about Napoleon right now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm ready to go full Jacobin yeah. if these men try to lock me in my gaffer. Yeah, 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 for real, for real. All right, so um, if we skirt 250 miles northwest, we obviously had some really, really bad news this week. A man who was killed outside Liverpool Women's Hospital on Remembrance Sunday when his homemade bomb went off has been named by police as 32-year-old Imad al Suyamin. He was an asylum, asylum seeker, rather, born in Iraq, who is understood to have converted to Christianity in 2017. He was the passenger of the taxi destroyed in the blast. Thankfully, the driver, David Perry, did not suffer life-threatening injuries. Apparently, he got out of the car just after somehow the explosion. Pretty mad. If you watch yeah. the video, it's pretty yeah. bizarre. Pretty, how pretty crazy out how he it. gets out. Um, Four men were arrested under the Terrorism Act initially, but have since been released. And what we understand is that Merseyside police were called at around 11 p.m. to report a Bacara explosion at Liverpool's Women's Hospital, which is a maternity hospital, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and the taxi carrying Emad um, had pulled up to the hospital and exploded shortly after. Uh, yeah, I mean, the first things first is obviously we've just got to, I guess there weren't, there weren't casualties, right? Other than him, from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess that's the first thing that we have to say is we're fucking thankful yeah. for that. Um, obviously, a terrorist attack, whatever this is being labelled at the moment, um, takes on completely different meanings when there are loads and loads of people are involved and loads of people dying. Thankfully, that is not the case here. Let's tackle this first, mm -hmm. right? What happened, the background, and then we can talk about how this has been covered by certain people at number 10. So I think it's pretty mad chat because it was a terrorist attack until they realised he was a Christian and now it's now it's a mental health issue. Oh yeah, is that a sh is that a, is that what the shift has been? That's what's up. Have they actually de like uh, no? Because they initially they called it declassified. Declassified. Initially they called it terrorist. Yeah, so the terrorist cat's out the bag. You can't obviously because they saw Iman and they were like, hmm. oh, whoa, whoa, oh whoa, shit, that's obviously hit the terrorist. Yeah. Body. So what they hadn't clocked is that Skeezer had actually changed his name. Mm. Uh, he wasn't going by Iman anymore. He called himself Enzo Almeni. I like the name um, Enzo. Yeah, Enzo's a nice name. Yeah. yeah Obviously not when you're setting bombs off at women's hospitals, yeah. but it's a nice name. Um, it gives, it's like Brooklyn vibe. Like, hey, Enzo, you know, with the, your mom's come from Sicily and she likes sandwiches and shit. He's getting it ready, isn't he? I'm, I'm so proud. I'm going to pretend I'm from Brooklyn when I get there. <laughs> yeah, watch. don't do that for too long. And get deported. Anyway, uh, this guy came seven years ago um, and he applied for asylum um, around 2015. Um, he actually was caught uh, with a knife in public. He pled guilty to uh, possessing a blade in public in 2015 and around that time expressed an intention to convert to Christianity to his friends and he went on an alpha course <clears throat> um, was baptized in that same year 2015 regularly attended church up until his confirmation in 2017 and that's when he kind of lost contact with a lot of friends and a lot of people in that um, network it's quite an unclear picture at this stage really is the first thing that's worth saying of who this guy was his background mm -hmm. his route here um, there's a lot of red or blue yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, a lot yeah. of... Um, he was in Liverpool. Red or blue. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was actually surprised that like, after Johnny's spoken for this long and the fact that this Donny decided to pick a uh, a women's hospital, we haven't heard the word incel mentioned yet. Yes. Well, <laughs> incel, incel, yeah, incel. Was, uh, <laughs> he might, yeah. He might, but are you, what, even is, what even is a women's hospital these days? Are you allowed to like... 
Are they not? Oh, wow. People with, That's the rabbit hole you're trying to go down. People with cervixes. Anyway. Okay. Um, the Home that Office... That was re- question when you dropped out. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, please. Let's, can we not? <laughs> no, we can both drop. Can you get back anything. to the topic? <laughs> he didn't do anything. He, <laughs> yeah, he blew himself he actually, up. He actually only killed himself. Yeah, it's exactly. fine. So it's really just a suicide. Yeah, yeah for real. Uh, it's just a spectacular one. Um, home Office turned him down in 2014 and he kept trying to reappeal to 2017. Um, not known to security services. Um, apparently, he had been prepping since April. The police are now saying, but MI5 yeah, but didn't really fucking I do mean, this. That's also was. a bit bullshit. If, they, if he's not known to the police, who are the four men they just scooped up afterwards? Yeah, they were just, they're just man, random people that just, they must have been watching. Just the last. And been like, hold on, shit, they must be connected. The last four phone calls in this. So it's, ba- it's like his dry cleaner, the Papa John's guy. Not even, because they didn't know it was him at the beginning, right? Not? So at the be- no, because he's just blown into a million pieces yeah, in, the, yeah. in the thing. So, like, literally, they would have just scooped up four men that must have been being watched or on some kind of watch okay. list and been like, what do you man know about you it? Man and then been like, yeah, that's basically <laughs> what it is. Because they, they were arrested under terrorism laws, right? Yeah. Which means that you don't need any of the due process yes. and like all the necessary material that you need to collect before arresting someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these men just got scooped up and then they were like, oh... Oh, it was a different kind of terrorist. Okay. Yeah. Ah, you man, go back out. But well, naturally, just, you've blown your own cover as well. Yeah. These men now know they've been watched. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you see, so you're a Christian. So, sorry, we arrested you, Father yeah, John. Yeah, well, na- well, naturally. Off you go, Father John. Really, the original international terrorists were the Christians in terms of exporting ideology <laughs> across the globe, not least in the context of a, a women's reproductive Segway King. medical organization. Um, Segway Papi. Go back what? to like the crusade times. All of, all of that. Oh, Welcome wait, to, we should put the volume wait. up on the, uh, on the, uh, on the fireplace. On the fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. Story especially, time. Especially it's in present company. History story time. Yes, exactly. Um, I don't know. It has been notable that kind of like the intensity of coverage has dropped since this guy wasn't a Muslim Obviously, it's anymore. Not, it's not interesting anymore. Well, it's, it's also a Christian just, person tries to do a not terrorist shit. attack. Enzo. Oh, Bond this guy, I don't really yeah. care, basically. Uh, but it speaks to a, a wider sickness in in how this stuff generally is reported. Like, obviously, this guy had mental health issues. We should have been, like, protecting him. We shouldn't have ended up in this situation. It also speaks to how wrongly the media focuses on stories of interest, specifically when they think the bloke that blows himself up is a Muslim versus when they don't think he is. Yeah. It also ties into another story of Priti Patel uh, yeah. claiming um, yeah. powers this week to strip man Shamima Begum style of their citizenship. That's yeah, but up. before we even get onto that, because that's, that's the natural segue after, but she actually said in response to this particular case that Imad Enzo was able to exploit Britain's dysfunctional asylum system to remain in the UK. And she linked the case to the complete merry-go-round of the system, claiming that a whole industry was devoted to defending the rights of individuals intent on causing harm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like. I, I don't think she's as intently looking to deport the geezer that shot his mum and then killed a bunch of other people. Like, I wonder what the difference between him and yeah, I wonder him and Enzo is. I uh, let alone the other majority of violent crimes that are committed in this country by people who um, probably won't be having their citizenship revoked anytime soon. I Um, mean, there's not too many, there's probably not too many hot takes that we can really wean from this story, right? Like we started it by saying that we're glad that nobody else was was hurt. Uh, There is a massive, massive narrative or there was a massive narrative around it being a terrorist attack, which clearly shifted and comments, you know, that come from Pretty Patel in, in in after events like this take place. It's just it's just a slam dunk for someone like her, right? She always puts her voice on these it's a great situations. Win. Exactly. Um, but it's also her 
a remit, right? It's a remit. It's a remit. It was a bit off mark, but it's a remit, and you know, it is what it is. That's she's she's a media person. It's not off mark though. It's one hundred percent on mark, right? Because she has a super conservative. She's trying to push through oh, I think super it's, conservative uh, policies across immigration, and this fits that narrative perfectly. We, she, I she, think she's on form. Yeah, exactly. I think her her PR team have hit this bang on. Basically, I think it's yeah, it's not off form for her, but I don't necessarily think she's nailed the sentiment of this with the comments that she made. I don't I think, think she's quite that, accurate. I think you'd be surprised. Like maybe not to me and you, but I think there's a lot of people who yeah, I agree with who me. this message would resonate because, like you said, this guy got rejected in 2014. And so come 2017, he's still in the country. So a lot of people will be asking, well, why was he not deported for three years? And ultimately, it goes back to this cottage industry that she's talking about mm. of appeals processes and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, you, she can try to dumb it down in the way that she's doing and taint everyone who's going through that process with this kind of terrorist brush. Um, but it's an effective way of, of communicating her message. Yeah, for real. And... Continuing on my favourite wide hips. Um, oh boy. Pretty this week was linked with another story. Individuals could be stripped of their British citizenship, as Johnny alluded to, without warning under a proposed boy. rule change quietly added to the Nationality and Borders Bill. Clause 9, sexually named as Clause 9, Notice of Decision to Deprive a Person of Citizenship, of the bill, which was updated earlier this month, exempts the government from having to give notice if it is not reasonably practical to do so, or in the interests of national security, diplomatic relations, or otherwise in the public interest. Critics say removing citizenship, as in the case of Shamima Begum, to, to, to Johnny's point, who fled Britain as a schoolgirl to join IS in Syria, is already a contentious power and scrapping the requirement for notice would make the Home Secretary's power even more draconian. So this, the thing about this specifically is that it's particularly an action that affects minorities and people of colour. So under the Geneva Convention, you, actually, you can't just make people stateless. The government's justification for stripping Shamima's citizenship was that she had access to another citizenship, which means that all three of us in this room are basically subject to the same threat, in theory, that Shamima was. All three of us are eligible for other passports, so all three of us could be stripped of our citizenship without notice under this change in the law. But it kind of goes back to the last point and why Pretty's messaging was so on the nose um, with this terrorism story is because the biggest widest strategic angle that the Tories are fighting for is and always has been kind of always will be certainly going into the next election about immigration yep the entire strategy is about creating fear about people coming into this country and that's why she specifically honed in on the fact that this guy came in and could be a threat meaning that others that come into the country could also be a threat it speaks to a wider right-wing um taking advantage of this insecurity among the indigenous, in inverted quotes, population, where you have people uh, who incessantly write stories about these uh, Bradford rape gangs and rapists yeah. coming onto our borders. And yet, when a story comes out about Boris Johnson's dad being touchy-feely, famous columnists say, yeah, no, Stanley Johnson's a bit handsy, but the police should be focusing <laughs> handsy. on I've real I've always crimes. loved that word. Yeah, but the, the, she said the uh, Isabel Oakshot shout out friend of the show said the police should be focusing on real crimes should be real crimes so if like stanley johnson's a little bit rapey then that's not a problem 
uh, but all of these like dirty animals washing up on our shore is. And so that's why this messaging, I kind of I hate to agree with Tommy, but why this messaging is so powerful because it is specifically playing to this fear that is a cornerstone of conservative rhetoric about stopping the other taking our land from us. Um, and it's particularly insidious in the context of um, removing people who are born in this country's citizenship um, and conflating people born here with people trying to come here. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, yeah, I thought the messaging was pretty on the nose. Um, I guess going back to this Liverpool thing, my take on it, I, I guess you looked at it from a slightly different um, angle as to like how it's being reported in the media and stuff. Um, but another way I guess you can look at it is about from, from like a policing perspective, right? Like to what degree can we expect the, the security services and the police to be able to kind of thwart these kinds of attempts, right? So if I was to pick up a knife from my Biadi's kitchen here mm -hmm. and go on a stabbing spree up the road, mm -hmm. conceivably you wouldn't imagine the police can do much to stop that ahead of time, right? Right. But if you spent months and months and months trying to put together some kind of explosive device that requires some level of sophistication and a few pieces or a few parts that aren't easy to get, you'd expect, given the unlimited funding that's happened over the last 10, 15 years on the war on terror, that this brother would have been flagged somewhere, right? Um, so I think that's also another kind of interesting angle to think about in terms of what level of protection can we really expect from these security services mm -hmm. if there are, you know, literally billions of dollars being pumped into these kinds of like preventative measures, mm. then, you know, I'm, you know, can we expect to see stuff like this being prevented? Yeah. On this whole removing citizenship from people um, stuff, I think I just think it's a tough one. I'm not sure if it's preventative or remedial uh i did say in the case of shamir when we had that episode i thought she should be tried in absentia i didn't didn't particularly see the need for her to return to this country remember my thinking that has swayed in the interim and then you saw her glow up mm. and you're yes, like, yes. Bring, that's why she should be allowed back now bring baby back yeah, apple yeah. bottom jeans boots with the fur with the fur <laughs> with the fur and realistically you know she's moving into your ends Hell yeah. yeah. It's not she, gonna be she ain't she's coming straight into East London. Uh, she's know. certainly not moving to Hampstead. Yeah. That's uh that's M not happening. Might see her about. Maybe. Um, significantly upgrade the uh, the average bowl rating. Don't know. <laughs> Boy. Um, He's making bow sound ugly as fuck. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> uh, immediately no, cancelled. Right, right, um, we got some yummy mummies in the ends, you know what I mean? Boy, uh, yeah, citizenship. Um, 18, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> She's this Shamima and pretty just getting compliments today. You man are deplorable. Well, no, he's been a pretty fan for a minute. Yeah, yeah he has. Yeah, yeah, he has. Man. Anyway, my baby, um, my baby Rain has been doing the rounds on TV this week as well. Yes. She's been looking love. Oh, yeah, my goodness. That is haram. Her and Chris Christie doing the rounds. That is haram. If you are redheaded, haram. I like you. you. No wonder you're a YouTube subscriber. Swear down. Um, yeah, I just I'm not sure it's I'm not sure it's particularly. Preventative or remedial, like in Tommy's example, if someone decides to go stabbing the shit out of someone, like is 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 removing their citizenship after the after the fact going to be useful? Well, no, because actually, what I think you end up doing is exporting extremists to other countries. I don't think where this they can, law where, would make it through anyway. 
Well, I think it might. I think yeah, it might. Yeah. But the point is that so I think you end up just out by the house of yeah. You just end up. You end up exporting extremists to other countries, right? So let's say someone does some mad shit right. in this no country. Problem. Not my problem. But it is a problem. It is a problem. So if you, if you, if you, if someone does some mad shit in this country, then at least you can kind of keep a tab on them in the prison system. Fine. You're paying for their upkeep and it's expensive, etc. So you're basically neutralizing a threat if you keep them in solitary confinement to an extent. If you let this guy, let's say, for example, someone with dual citizenship, you pack them off back to France or Algeria or anywhere else um, where these supposed breeding grounds are, then you're basically allowing them to return almost as a martyr or almost as a hero to the people that they want to preach to. So I'm not really convinced not that allowing people back into the public after they've committed crime is the best way to prevent crime going forward. I don't know if I agree with that, but I don't know if that's true. But returning someone to somewhere that they don't want to go to, I don't think they'll be viewed as a martyr going back, right? But you Simply think, but, but you think this is going to get chopped up and it's not yeah, going to come I through? Yeah, I doubt they'll get past the House of Lords and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I definitely, like Johnny said, there's the Geneva Convention also makes it illegal to make someone stateless. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So there'll be a lot of, if it's not chopped out, then there'll be a lot of like conditions put on it. Yeah, it's not yeah. like, the stabbing uh, example we used earlier, that's not going to cost someone their citizenship, basically. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm assuming they're linking what? this to, to terrorism. This government well. is deporting people, uh, deporting Windrush people for dodging tax bills and shit. Like this, I don't know, stabbing, stabbing people up, if they can, under this power, if they can get rid of you, if you can have access another passport, they're going to get rid of you. I don't So, <laughs> looks like I am, well, it would appear. There's something I said, I think it was two episodes ago. About where where old another pretty politician mm. um, where old Kamala <laughs> is going to be yes uh, by the next election it looks like I'm going to have to hold an L. This is the that. this is the admit I'm, I'm not wrong saying, podcast. I'm not saying I ain't got nothing to admit. Yeah, I, <laughs> I ain't been wrong <laughs> since yeah. birth, motherfucker. See how we've both, we've both been vulnerable yeah, on yeah, this yeah. episode. Yeah, Tommy's yeah. just that. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the name cat. of this episode. Vulnerable, so, isn't it? Yeah, it would appear <laughs> certain dons. It, yeah, it would appear that um, if you've noticed that. Kamala. Do I ever say her name right? Kamala. Is it Kamala or Kamala? Kamala. Depending on who's saying it. Oh, no, it's Kamala, isn't it? No, no, it's Kamala Harris. It might be Kamala. You know? I, I think it's Kamala because everyone yeah, was saying it doesn't matter, man. She's going to disappear into <laughs> We're not going to need to know her name in a few months. Fairly soon. Yeah. No one's ever going to remember her. Yeah, so yeah. if you don't remember what I'm talking about, I think I said that uh, Joe was going to find himself out here rocking on some rocking chair um, in a couple years and that Kamala would uh, would rise within the ranks mm. to take over. We both disagree And I, uh, yeah. Vehemently. I, yes. I was looked at like I was an absolute mug by my fellow co-hosts. Yes. And it would appear that the crack's starting to show in the White House. Um, <laughs> and there are more and more rumors emerging that the relationship between old Kamala, old Cammy, and Joseph is strained. Uh, and she is finding herself increasingly sidelined and not enjoying a great deal of success with the parts of the role that she's been given uh, by her superior. Is Joe her superior? Do you call yeah, her superior? Yes. The boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boss. But do they call well, each other superiors? He is. He is. I guess he is superior in a traditional sense. I guess it is superior. Um, I'm not going to lead <laughs> on this because. <laughs> Well, he's the village chief yeah, of Washington, yeah, yeah, D.C. Yeah, 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 exactly. I don't know why I, don't know why I, I said like, that. I like that. No, I don't know why I said that. He is um, a superior in the traditional <laughs> I mean, he can't, he can't really be running that house. Is kind of my point, right? Like, is he really? Anyway. No, nah, he, um, he, I mean, he, he is, he's so old and senile. He must look at her and be like, oh, why are you, why are you wearing a suit? Shouldn't you be working in the yeah, garden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
She's wow. Endorse. I'm not going to I'm not going to expand on this too much. I'm going to let you guys Boy. expand because I don't really want to <laughs> revel in how wrong I might be on this. So Tommy, you take great interest in this. Mm. Um, so tell us what's going down. That's a very expansive question. Yeah, I, I think actually I disagree. I think we should marinate on how wrong Rich was. I mean, is this. it necessary? Yes. It's not happened yet. So to be fair, I don't think I don't think it, you're obviously wrong, but it wasn't a big L. <laughs> it wasn't a big L because and I think this is something still happened. that people. Guys, it's, it's not happened exactly. Yet. It's because yeah, we're well, a bit right. neaky about this kind of stuff <laughs> that we know this. Yeah. But to the general public, I think uh, she's still somewhat of a kind of media creation that holds some level of creative. She's so fine. Is she? You reckon, yeah? Are you kidding me? You've got interesting taste yeah, in Yeah, lie. Have you looked at Kamala? Yeah, yeah. I've seized that. He's you got might... a thing for gingers, but also likes Priya Patel and Kamala Harris. You might not look to Kamala Harris. Yeah. Look at her again, please. Can mm. Continue myself. It's just a biracial thing working no, no, for no. you. Yeah? I mean, no, it's not even that. Like, it's just, she's objectively she, she, just she, she, kind she of like, She's like an older Danny Lee. Is that what To it be is? fair, like yeah. for, for, for a woman of her age, maybe. Bruv, you're going to look at her again and you're going to see what I'm saying. I'll mm. talk to you in two Why weeks. Why have you turned into a Sicilian New York gangster? Oh, no. Into, on, you're going to look at her again you're going to change your mind. You're going to change your mind. Let's you talk in two you, weeks. You, like, you take another look, you might like her. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So there's, there's so everything we're hearing about Kamala uh, right now, or Kamala, I don't know why I'm going to Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. The soon to be is, uh, Because there's a bit of a vacuum. There's a power vacuum that's kind of emerged in the States. Because Biden's right? asleep. Because Biden, yeah, he's asleep <laughs> most of the time. Um, people are questioning his mental fitness, his physical ability. Apparently blah, he blah, shit blah. himself at COP26. Apparently he farted in front of the, uh, yeah. the, the Pope. But that's apparently he was. also shit himself. Yeah. Yeah. Methane. Yeah. Either way, though, so the, the power vacuum is as a result of uncertainty as to whether he's going to run or not, right? Mm. And if he doesn't run, the natural person who's meant to step up to the plate on the Democratic side would be his VP. Right? But he said recently he is going to run again, having initially said during his initial run yeah. or his his election run that he was only going to do one, one term. term. Yeah. So initially mm. his pitch was, "I'm going to do one term." And I'm gonna break. I'm gonna heal the country mm. after Trump. That was the pitch. Yeah, and then Trump. I'm gonna hand over to the next guy. And everyone was like, "Yeah, yeah, fine. We like you, Joe. You've tried to be president like a million times. So all right, <laughs> I guess it's your goal." All now. right, fine. Yeah. And it's obviously hit him too late. Um, and this power vacuum has manifested itself in in Kamala. Kamala and uh, Pete. <laughs> Yo, her name has rattled us. And, and well, you've just, rattled. Just like you, you're in my head. It's to be ex Kamala. Yeah. Is 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 now in like a somewhat of a shootout with some guy called Pete Buttigieg. Yes. For for essentially front running status if Joe doesn't run. Yes. Um, so he won't win it either. He's also deeply unpopular. Yes. He's similar to her in the sense that he's also an empty suit and yeah. a bit of a media creation. Yeah. Um, but right now they're the two kind of like anointed ones. Yeah. For the next generation, and now. To be to be fair to her, she has been a little fucked by the Biden administration in the sense that they've given her some of the toughest portfolios, right? Hmm. So one of the things that they've told her to solve is immigration. Yes. So it's like, go to the border and, and so figure this immigration thing, <laughs> right? And she's got all these kind of like bullshit briefs as the vice president, right? So she's got the immigration one, which is tough. Then she's got something to do with women in space, which is like insignificant to a lot of people. Um, so she hasn't got the greatest, the greatest briefs. Whereas Pete Buttigieg has been given 
billions of dollars to hand out. He's uh, transport basically. secretary. Yeah, transport secretary, yeah, yeah. right? Whilst they're passing an infrastructure bill. It's actually exactly. quite important. So, so he's like, they call him the most important uh, transport secretary in, in modern history. Mm-hmm. But since New Deal era, that doesn't mean shit because you can't name a single transport secretary. Well, they ever. also they also can't pass the fucking bill to build any. Yeah, they passed it now. They did over the progressives, basically. So well, basically they haven't got Mansion to swing it yet. No, no, this is Mansion's bill, basically. Anyway, we'll get back into mm-hmm. that. So with Kamala Harris, basically what it comes down to is there was some data that came out last week in relation to approval ratings. So Joe Biden, our good friend, yes. the president of the free world, <laughs> has an approval rating. Of how of, of a job approval rating of thirty eight percent. Sure, I thought it was going to be a quiz question. So thirty eight percent would have been a good one. Have yeah. positive approval of his job performance, and fifty nine percent have a have a disapproval. Shit, a disapproval of his performance. Right? Shit. Imagine the only person who's doing worse than him is your bae. Yeah, <laughs> and she's got a job she approval rating of twenty eight percent, bro. That's 28% of respondents <laughs> who have affirmatively said, yeah, I we will, like her. I will give her the other 72. Mm. <laughs> and a disapproval rating of 51%, right? So, so <laughs> the majority of people fully don't like her. So good. And, you, and you need to know There's also a majority of people greater than those who approve who yeah. just don't know who she is. And yeah. she's the vice president, right? It's too so it's disrespectful. The question comes down to why. Why is it that she's so deeply unpopular why did the democrats pick such a bad candidate so um and she's obviously quite popular with the political kind of donor class um but what it comes down to is that she represents representational politics mm-hmm. basically right in an era especially now post obama where everyone's clocked that representational politics is a failed game. It's a, it's a game that, that doesn't work for anyone, right? right. Um, and Pete Buttigieg, who's like an openly gay man, da 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 is similarly just... It's the exact represent- same shit. It's exact same, Even just a different vocus. target. Just a different target demographic. So right? dumb. So that's why. She doesn't stand for anything. She ran for president. Uh, she couldn't... Before her own home state of California, she was placing fifth. So she had to drop out before she got embarrassed, right? So she, like... She doesn't have any core values. That's basically what it comes she down no to. Politics, There's no bro. core values there, and mm, and mm, and mm. and in a time where people are looking for authenticity, i.e., a la Trump and things like mm-hmm. this, you're you have this woman who's like, "Hey, I'm a woman. Hey, I'm also kind of biracial, I'm peng. and that's it. And I'm a little peng, and that's it." That's thank, that's thank the whole you. pitch. There's no ideas. There's no the policies and da la la. And that's why she's being found out, basically. Um, but that's all of this is also not to say that Pete Buttigieg is any better. Is she going to make it to 2024? No. Nah, it's, I mean, like she probably, she might, but it looks like they're, they're trying to replace her on the, which is, it's also not an easy thing to do to replace the vice president, but it looks like they're trying to, there's some rumor going around that she may get kicked up to the Supreme court because she's like, uh, some practicing she, state's attorney and general. She used to be an attorney general and stuff. So they might try to kick her up to the Supreme Court and then replace her with essentially a carbon copy in, in Pete Buttigieg. She's egotistical enough that she'll 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 probably stand down with Biden on the 24 ticket, let another pair come in, 
they'll they'll lose the Republicans and it gives her a go to run in twenty eight as no. her own credential candidate. Egotistical, yeah, but not so that, she that, won't that make requires, it to No, no, but that requires no, she won't stand too much. On the ticket in that requires too much self understanding. There's no way you think <laughs> that she if you think that she doesn't think she's gonna win it. Like they're gonna fight it out to the death. If 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 Biden doesn't stand He won't stand then she's not letting anyone else go, basically. She's not stepping back. That's what happened to Chris Christie and it fucked him, right? Yeah. Oh, well, it's not my turn. Com- he's now on the comeback trail. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. now on the comeback trail because when it when he should have gone for it, he was like, oh, it's not my turn yet. Yeah. Waited. And then look what happened. I, to I him. think he's got Turned a very... Into a cuck. I think he's actually got a very... <laughs> bars. I think he's actually got a very good chance in 2024 because other than Trump, whose moment I think will probably have passed by the time we get there, the field is fairly thin with people like Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis and Josh Hawley. All back. these fucking weirdos. Don't disrespect all guy Trump like that again. Trump-ites. He'll but be back. I, I, th- I don't think Trump runs in 2024. Uh, Kamala Harris has, was a vorkus pick and an awful pick uh, for VP, as we said <laughs> at the time. Buttigieg, Buttigieg's argument is basically like, fine, I'm not black, but I am gay. And again, that doesn't really suffice as a policy platform. We're in a unique moment, as Tommy said. Just one thing in that said. Pete Buttigieg thing, when you're talking about black people and yeah. Pete Buttigieg, in South Carolina, which is a historically black uh, state, Pete Buttigieg won 3% of the black vote during yeah. the primaries. Hey, no one knows who this fucking guy is. He's a mayor of a tiny town called South Bend in Indiana, right? So South Bend? Yeah. Oh, there's jokes in that, surely. There's there's a few. Carry on. We, we, you, you've given us the hand motion to wrap up the topic. Anyway, Joe yeah, Biden's please. job was basically, the, like, the deep state were like, just, just fucking stay awake long enough. Sounds like rich chat. Stay, deep state. Yeah, 100%. Sounds like Aviadi chat 100%. Here. Well, if you don't think the deep state exists at this point, puppy, I can't really help you. But uh, they basically just stay awake long enough. Like, we'll give you so much Adderall, we'll keep you awake long enough that you don't pass out get Trump out of office and then we'll get some proper Republicans in next time. Mm. Kamala Harris was, uh, was just basically identity politics to get him over the line mm. after he said that dumb shit about if you're not, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Peng politics. That was um, the Charlemagne the God. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then, so and then they're like, oh fuck, he almost fell asleep. Now we need a black woman on the ticket. Uh, so like they're going to go down together is my view. Um, but she was, she was an awful pick. She's always been an awful pick. She's an awful politician. Fuck, I got no time for her. Who did you guys pick um, over the last two years in the Drake and Kanye West beef? Which side did you pick? I'd have to say based on, on, on streams, <laughs> no, just team Drake. If you had to ride out for one of them over the last two years, who are you oh, riding, riding out, out for? Uh, neither of these guys. I mean, they're both... Yeah, I don't, I don't really care for either, but Drake is Jewish. So you were riding out for Drake yeah. on, on Jewish grounds? Yeah. You I, ride, I was riding for Drake. Just that's I listened to more Drake than I did Kanye uh, during the last couple of years. Drake hasn't, Drake hasn't designed any fucking shit trainers. So I like that being that's, said, that's not true. The college you dropout not, is probably his the Nikes. best album. You've not what? seen Drake's Nikes at all? No. Cool. You should check them before you start spewing incorrect facts. <laughs> uh, I was riding for Kanye West. I've always rid. No. Or really? rode. Is it Kanye? For Kanye. Or Pause. Kanye. It's now yay, actually. Pause. <laughs> did I say something plausible? You'll listen to it on the edit. What did I say? You'll listen to it on the edit. Something about riding for Kanye. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, fair. Um, were you guys happy that the beef came to an end this week? I saw a jokes meme of the of like two Bloods and Crips with their bandanas like, tied up together. Tied up together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was this beef ever really a beef? It really wasn't, man. It was, it was the not. most useless beef in the history of hip hop. This was not. Rich like, beef. 
Like, who was it? The game in Fifty Cent back in the day. Like yeah. that was you were like, then I might actually. No, like, no, this is like rocking. Wagyu beef. Yeah, literally. <laughs> this is what like, this at least was. Fifty oh, and Jar. Fifty and Jar was actually like a street beef because it actually involved beef. like a proper street guy, like Supreme McGriff, Supreme McGiff, and all them guys and murdering, and that, that's a real street yeah. beef. It's a real shit. Uh, R.I.P. Young Dolph, who got killed in Memphis Amen. yesterday. That's another example of a proper street beef that's mm. built into music, but was part of street beef before mm -hmm. he had beef with Yo Gotti and Yo Gotti's gang and or gang affiliations, allegedly. Uh, so I've always known that in some respects, sad to say that that day was gonna come for Young Dolph. And I think he knew as well um, because of the beefs that happened in the past. But this Kanye West and Drake one was just a nonsense. Like they're both, probably two of the most inoffensive rappers in the history of hip hop who have been basically pitted against each other to line the pockets of uh, this guy called Lucian Grange who runs Universal Music. And it's been an absolute payout for him because he had two of the biggest albums in the last five years from your two biggest artists and et voila. These men are way too rich to actually want to do anything to And Kanye other. West said that. Kanye West, what are you talking about? Kanye it's West, on site. Kanye West, has always, Kanye West has always had people beef him. Do you know what I mean? He's always had people like throw little jabs at him He's never responded. He's never been on that. He doesn't care. He's, he's got he's yeah, but the he's jabs, the, you, yeah, but the jabs that Drake was back. throwing was strong yeah, jabs. And like, he jabbed back. Like, oh, I'm gonna fuck your wife. This is one of the first times. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is was that one what of Drake the first. Said? Yeah, he kind of made. Uh, he, he alluded. Insinuated. He allu yeah, insinuated. Yeah, and, look, and, and to your point, Tommy. And to your point, Tommy. This is the first time that Kanye West probably for the first time felt like he indulged. He had to. Yeah, exactly. He nibbled. He massively did. Like Drake. But it wasn't really. But basically, what happened is that. A, um, as they always say, when the streets get involved in these things, they either reach a very, very bad end or a very, very amicable end. What people don't really understand about Drake is that even though he is this like really, really corny guy who's very, very successful, and very, very talented, he also has like really massively strong gang affiliations in Texas with this guy called Jay Prince. Does he? Yes. So and he's always, like Takashi, yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. He's always, he's, he's always had this affiliation. And I don't know if it's like an extortion thing where Drake just got so rich that he needed security and security came with all of that connection. But ultimately, this Jay Prince guy, I don't know if you guys saw the video of Kanye West reading a little speech out of his phone yeah, saying, who was like, that? I want to, that's guy, Jay Prince. Is that, is that the guy that was standing behind next to him? That's yeah. Jay Prince. Okay, so he's okay. like a very influential businessman and who has a, a, a past, to say the least. And the thing that ties them together, as we alluded to on episode 28, is the Larry Hoover thing. They have this, this, this vested interest, this joint vested interest to get Larry Hoover Sr. released from prison after 47 years as we covered. So Jay Prince is leading it from a business perspective. He's got two huge endorsers of that campaign in Kanye West and Drake. So this was eventually going to happen. They were always going to meet. You say like, huge endorsers, but I mean, like, they're pretty insignificant in terms of like, nah, endorsing to you try say to get that. someone out You say that, prison. but like, but, but Julius Jones, that guy in, uh, in uh, in America, who was literally a day away or hours away from getting the electric chair in America yeah, today, Kim who Kim Kardashian essentially yeah. helped get pardoned, is having that kind of endorsement is yeah, huge. Yeah, but that's Oga Trump days. That doesn't happen yeah, any other time anymore. except Oga Trump. But this time. is happened now. It's not Trump days anymore. No, no. But I'm saying like uh, having Drake or having Kanye or whatever may be good to to drum up a bit of publicity for this guy, but this businessman or this ends guy that you're talking about is much better off. Splashing some cash at 
towards some lobbyists or getting oh, some I don't know, man. former AG I don't to, know, bro. to lobby whatever whoever they need that to lobby direct the access doors. that direct access to the to the presidents gets you tax breaks and pardons bro but there's no direct there's access. No access anymore my friend we don't direct know. access we, we, only we happened don't, during all Trump days for yeah. what it's worth we don't know that just we know that we don't know that we, we know that oh, Biden, we don't Biden, Biden, know Biden that. doesn't have enough time to do his own job let alone me about rapping he's asleep 12 hours a day listen to me they might not necessarily have direct access to Joe Biden but they probably still have direct access to the White House. Mm, I don't know about that. This is a much more professional White House. The White House doesn't get involved in stuff like this. Whereas Trump's White House gets involved in all types of things. This is a state's right issue. I put it to you that the shocker of the Donald Trump era was that he actually supported these clemencies and these pardons that were backed by Kim and and, and Kanye. Yes. If anything, for me, that's a Joe Biden play. No, but no. There, was, there, was, there was a simple reason why Never. he did that. There was a simple reason why he did that. Because Trump said that, guess what Kanye said in the Drinks Champs interview? He said that Trump told him that after he made friends with Kanye, his vote in the black community went up 40%. Mm-hmm. Now, bear in mind that like 10 black people voted for Trump before and maybe 14 did afterwards. It wasn't a massive move. But like Joe Biden's so senile, he already thinks all black people vote for him. So there's no upside to Biden to getting Kanye into the White House. He'd just be like, "Why are you here?" What in a in a period in a, in a period where he's approved? Wait, wait, in a, wait, wait, whoa, right. in, a, in a period where his approval ratings are going down? Yeah, because he, you're 100 percent right. But but of course he would. It's more fundamental than that. A president has too many fish to fry to deal with an issue like this. Basically, you are the president of a, of a, of a, of a country, right? It's only Oga Donald who has time. To be dealing but with stuff like pre- this. But he was a president. Trivial shit. But he was trivial a president. Trivial shit, exactly. But he was a president. So he, and he did it. Trump. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so he was willing anymore. to meet with Spike Lee and Kanye <sighs> and rah, rah, rah. But no other president has ever carved out that kind of time for anything remotely celebrity related. Okay. Well, either way, we don't really know the ins and outs as to how Julius Jones came out, but... The, the fact remains, Jay Prince is this unifying factor that brought these two people together. And yeah, I mean... Let's do an if, episode on this guy. It sounds kind of lit. Yeah, I mean, I don't Send really... Send him to Israel, so Israel-Palestine. <laughs> yeah, for real. Do your Googles on him. Um, he, he he very much wears his history and his past um, quite openly. I think he had a book a good few years ago, which goes into it a little bit more. Um, and look, look, I guess I look forward to the music. I think the music is bound to be very you fire. Think we'll now see that they're friends. Oh, without a doubt. That'll make a lot of money, to be fair. Without a doubt. They collab before. What did they collab pe- on? People forget that Drake's very first video, Best I Ever Had, was produced and filmed by Kanye West. And I swear. Yeah, and they've done all kinds of... One of Drake's biggest mixtape songs, Say You Will, is off the uh, Kanye West instrumental from 808s and Heartbreaks. Kanye West has produced. They were on the song Forever together. You know, Drake was... Sorry, Ye-, Ye was Drake's hero until he met him, right? Boy. Um, and then they, they were friends for a bit and they fell out. But even as most as recently as like the Life of Pablo album, which was like three or four albums ago for Kanye West, they were on stage together doing shit. So it was a beef for entertainment purposes. Um, I hope they both so prepared. if you picked a side, you weirdos, if you picked a side, I hope you feel stupid because it was fake. I feel like Drake won. Nah. I feel like Drake won. He I mean, win. I got nine billion reasons as to why Kanye West won. Yeah, I mean, soon to be four and a half. He's very divorced. But I, I feel like Drake's... 
I think that's fake as well, by the way. I feel like, yeah, probably, actually. We, I think we, we agreed on she that. She went on a yeah. date with Pete Davidson, didn't she? Yeah, that was jokes. I Bro. saw that. He must have a jackhammer. White, Speaking of jackhammers, Jack Grealish. <laughs> oh, boy. Another no, White I Boy Summer invite. I actually didn't really want to say that. He's actually got too much sauce for White Boy Summer. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's racist. <laughs> yeah, that's 100%. hella racist. Yeah. He, Thank you. Listen, listen, listen. Let's put it this way. Yeah. Do you know how many billionaires we've got on White Boy Island? Once you send out an invite to White Boy Summer... The other person has to accept the invite. Mm. And I'm thinking Jack ain't turning up to that. He wants to be in Portugal for sure. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> to for be fair. sure. Uh, be fair. Got, he wants to be somewhere not WBS. So no, yeah, the reason why I brought him up is because he uh, yes. he's apparently got a girlfriend. Mm. But news hit the streets today that he may be allegedly playing away with not just one mm. lady. Mm. but two hmm. two well-known ladies no less oh as if the embarrassment isn't enough for his missus hey um emily attack oh comedian actress in betweeners and amber rose gill of love island fame everyone's favorite geordie amen. after alan shearer amen um, yeah, after Alan Shearer yeah, yeah. That. keep your head straight Alan Shearer is definitely no one's favourite Geordie not my favourite Geordie who's your favourite Geordie my favourite Geordie there's only one Geordie in it Cheryl yeah. Cole really that's my nah, she don't like Geordie. my people bro that's yeah. true I still back her she would bat you in the bathroom it's fine you back her yeah cool look at who you're backing <laughs> back in look at who you're backing bro <laughs> You're it's backing into it's madness. Pause. Pause. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> She's a madness. I, I kind of done the segue. Still, I kind of done today. the segue backwards. We're, we're not. We're not that kind of podcast. So, God, Godspeed, Jack Hammer Grealish. Um, Godspeed. <laughs> so, uh, do, do on your Jack thing. Grealish. I actually yeah. was going to talk about footballers and segue to yeah, Jack so Grealish, but no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he was arrested. He was uh, questioned along with uh, uh, I can't remember the other Man City star. It was him and him and someone else were questioned in this Mendy thing. Oh, yeah? So apparently, allegedly, allegedly, they were on a mad night out mm. with man. Oh men, yes, and he then went back to his and allegedly committed a rape. Right. Uh, they didn't make it back to his. No after party piece. Thank God for them. Okay. Um, but but they were all questioned for this. And if you don't know what we're talking about, listeners, we're talking about Manchester City left back Benjamin. Mendy, who you would have heard a few, at least a couple of months ago now, mm -hmm. um, was initially charged with a series of rapes. This week, he was charged with an additional two counts of rape. And the player is yet to enter a plea and has been refused bail on multiple occasions. So he hasn't been, you haven't been able to see him playing for Manchester City in the meantime. Um, two additional charges have been issued against the Frenchman who is accused of committing the offences between October 2020, shouldn't we have been in lockdown? And August this year, the this is a weird line, the complainants are four different women over the age of 16. I guess they have to reveal that, but... Yeah, because they don't want you to think it's a kiddie fiddly. Yeah, I guess, I guess. I mean, look, I don't really have, I don't think we, I think we'd be a bit silly to make a judgment on this before we get more details, unless we want to take the stance of believing it straight away without all of the facts and just giving a commentary there. One thing I will say, right, is how is this still happening? Why are these motherfuckers just not getting married young and just at least staying their ass at home? They are high profile getting targets. Getting married young? Brother. Get your ass married young if you're a footballer making six oh, bag a week. That's, Stay your ass at home, bro. That's, I definitely disagree with that. Why? Like, uh, um, like, I mean, it's all well and good like being out there slinging dick. What's but the like, point of having options 
to then not have options. Bro, what's what all these options still make these options make you a target, bro? Yeah, but just don't rape. <laughs> That's the again, thing. Again, and right? this and again, and, and that goes back to the stance that we want to take, right? Like, like we Yeah, we don't you know, know anything. I, mean? like, exactly. I thought it was a bit strange that he was uh denied bail okay. like, initially. He must so, be banged to rights. So, so that's the thing, yeah. right? So now with him catching two more charges, you can see that there's much more that we don't know going mm-hmm. on behind mm-hmm. the scenes. There's a lot right? of smoke for that. So that's why he's not getting bail is because mm-hmm. they have probably not only have him dead to rights, but also there are other things that are yet to drop. But what about like Gilfie? What charges? about Gilfie Sigurdsson? We haven't seen him. Well, alleged, that's a massive allegedly. Allegedly. That's a massive. Um, it's not massive at all. <laughs> no, well, it's an allegedly. For legal reasons. Fair. No, because his name's not even been put out in the press yet. So, so we don't get sued by Illegal. his lawyers who are Alle- clearly better than Mendy's. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. It's true. it's true that his but, name, should say, talking about uh, Mendy, the other Mendy's vexed. Yeah, so yeah. I was going to get onto that. And the other like, Mendy as well. Let's not jump. We'll get onto that. Let's focus on this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We have to be... So it is kind of mad how like Sigurdsson's being deregistered from Everton's squad for the Premier League. Yeah. Also, more importantly... as to what he's allegedly More done. importantly than that, being fully removed from Football Manager 2022. Has he? Which is really an indication of guilt. Yeah, yeah, because he's not he's not attached to a club, and he's also not a free agent, which means that he's obviously done. Why, why are you done, not a free agent if you're not attached to a club anymore? As in, if he were a free agent and he weren't currently under bail for being a nonce, you can still be under allegedly bail and be. You would be a free agent on the game, exactly. But they've chosen not to put him in the game. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's suspect. Yeah, obviously, which means he's probably done whatever the fuck he's accused of being doing. He hasn't been charged, right? Uh, he's be he was given bail. He was given bail. I don't so think he's he been got bail for allegedly being having sex with someone underage. Yeah. Yes. And and Mendy yeah. can't catch bail for yeah. an overage rape. Yeah. Boy. Lawyers, isn't it? That's what it comes down to, basically. Yeah. I mean, in the event that he hasn't done this thing or there is, you know, something that we don't know that's going to emerge, why don't you feel it's like a smart thing for men, these these high profile footballers to just not be dicks and just stay at home, get married and just chill? Well, you're better off, like, if I was you. The advice that I'd be giving out is more relating around NDAs and things like this, right? Shit. Like, as opposed to telling <laughs> man don't do nothing. Damn. Shit, then. Like, voila. <laughs> like, if you're making 250 grand a week, you're stay 21 years old. Stay at home. You're telling my guy to stay. Like, even if you had the self-discipline to be able to right do up. that, I don't think you can. Get yourself a girlfriend who does all of the kinky shit Why one you girlfriend? want her to do. and st- Why one girlfriend? You're 21 years old and you've got 600 grand a month. Why? Why are you? Why are you giving these men lack of options? Go kickball in Saudi league and take. They can go do what they want. The only thing that they have to make sure is, firstly, don't be rapey, rapey. Yes, of course, of course. But secondly, also, just like, uh, like it's banner, but literally these NDAs go down. Like you see this stuff going down regularly. Someone comes back to your house for an after party. Is that the life you want, bro? Is that the life you want? I'd rather that life than not leaving my house. Brother, leave your house with your family. Go to Frankie and Benny's on Sundays after the match. Chill. Come back on your 70-inch TV. Watch Moana with the young ones. Go and do kinky shit with your wife. Invite other couples into your relationship on some swinger shit. Sign sign NDAs then. No, sign NDAs then. Why do you have to do it with couples if you're signing NDAs, bro? In Manchester City Centre clubs. And then being like, oh. Imagine imagine me coming out of Manchester City Club, yeah? Some club in Manchester City Centre. Uh, after party at mine, I'm some deep footballer. There's 50 people walking. Uh, there's five girls looking to walk into the after party. Which yeah. one of them not signing an NDA? Why would they? They don't have to. Well, then they'll turn around and leave. No, they won't. They'll still get invited in. They're not. They that's, will. No, but you're, that's you then, right? That's that's how you flop yourself. Uh, I think that, that these footballers should take lead from another 
former vice president of the United States, Mike Pence. Mm. Why do we do this? Who calls his his wife mummy. Yes. There's that. There's that. There's that. But who who only chooses to be cucked whilst his wife is in the room. He chooses what? He he only chooses to be cucked while his wife is in the room. He'll never be in the presence of a woman without his wife by his side. So if you're going to get up to some such shit. But similarly, his wife can't be in a room with another man yes. without his presence. Yes. That is a bit of a madness. That is a mad that is madness. These no. guys are fundamental Christians, basically. That's like And a, the guy can't be in a room with another woman without his wife present that's and, a, and vice versa. That's an old school NDA, Tommy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that life NDA. <laughs> <laughs> that's it go find one of these kind of chicks. no that's 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 you can't disclose because yeah. i've got witnesses that's, yeah. that's, that's a find one of these things that's yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> it's sad man it's sad because look look i i, I believe just don't be rapist for yeah, fuck's yeah. sake and that's like, the point 250 back a week and that's the don't point don't fucking rape women shit and that's the point i was moving on to the worry is or the my theory my view on this stuff is the problem is is that whatever the hell you were before you got money is hugely magnified when you do get money, right? The chances are that this, I mean, and I shouldn't even really be saying this, I don't know much about Benjamin Mendy. Seemed like a like life and soul of the party mm. type, changing room character, everybody swore by him. Injury or career, blighted mainly by injury, but highly rated by one of the greatest managers ever, right? So we thought he was gonna be good. But I believe the allegations, I have to believe, the allegations. I just don't understand how this happens time and time again. We're hearing more and more of these kinds of stories emerging and it's just like, it's so sad. We also have to shout out the racists at the uh, various newspapers. Yes. Oh yeah. The various Mendy. Poor Edouard Mendy, who is also a footballer who plays at Chelsea. And And Furlong Mendy as well. uh, Did Furlong get it as well? Yeah. And these are players who, who have unfortunately fallen into the trap of having their pictures used in stories covering Benjamin Mendy. Yes. Um, Edward felt so strongly about it that he made a post basically bemoaning the fact that this is symbolic, it is deliberate, and it is obviously very, very harmful if your face is emblazoned next to a story which involves rape when you are completely innocent. All I can say to the... Uh, to the media outlets is, yeah, it's really not funny anymore. It's really not funny. We know what you're doing. Uh, I would say, uh, you, you guys, you complain a lot about structure. I'm worried. Racism. He said, you guys, I'm worried. You guys complain about, you people complain about- Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. St- structural, structural racism <laughs> in the press. I find this is actually progress. Mm. Okay. Uh, at Tell least, me more. At least these guys have the same name. I grew up in an era when Romelu Lukaku was presented with a picture of Stormzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are moving forward. I we think are. it's important that we acknowledge that. We are. They kind of look alike, but there's no excuse. I mean, I, can't, I couldn't possibly say. Who kind of looks alike? Lukaku and Stormzy. Oh, yeah. yeah. They kind of look alike. Yeah, I do kind of look alike. <laughs> the, the Mendys don't look They don't look anything like, like each other. <laughs> but, but also, as one of them said, they're all wearing different kits, fam. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to put yeah, down yeah, a juicy kit. Like, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean... Thoughts with the yeah, thoughts, <laughs> thoughts as ever with the victims. Um, Correct. The accusers and the victims. Alleged victims. Uh, alleged victims, whatever you want to call it in this situation. Yeah, I just hope justice is served. And 
Allegedly, 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 with regards to Gilfy Sigurdsson, yeah, don't like, sue us, please, please, hello, please. Allegedly, please, bro. please. Hello, that must allegedly. be a, uh, with Gilfy though, Gilfy. That must be a super injunction, isn't it? Basically. Yeah, but because this guy's name's not anywhere. It hasn't been mentioned. Or anywhere, yeah. he's got good lawyers. Yeah. So um, we didn't cover this because it happened literally hours hours after we hit yes. stop last week. But Britney Spears, Frida Gell. the conservatorship is mm. done out here. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. She's still looking a bit shaky out here. Is she? A little bit. Okay. She is. Little she, bit. If I was her, I'd be. A little bit. Like, someone needs to give her some real advice. But, but that doesn't matter, right? Like, if she's actually okay she's or not. She's free. It does not matter. It does matter. She, no. It does matter. <laughs> does tell you why. Tommy, it she does not. Why. No, no. In six months, we're going to sell a hell of a lot of newspapers watching her crash in real time. <laughs> oh, like. like <laughs> and, and honestly, I'm laughing because this it's is facts. genuinely my fear. Did you, you see the video of her? Well, that yeah. video where she was like, she's just she's rocking not right. she's just like yeah, rocking left and right right, right? I, I was yeah. watching that video as well and yeah. it's just like she she spoke well if you're just listening to it she sounds amazing yeah but i mean the whole thing with like britney spears's videos after the last couple of years is just like it's just like the overly done eyeliner so she looks a little bit mad in the eyes yeah she she always does these really like weird dance routines and stuff which everybody laps up <laughs> And then obviously this one, when she's talking about being free and how amazing it's been and being able to do little things like, you know, going to the ATM machine, mm. buying candles and so on and so forth. She's doing it while she's like, kind of like swaying, like left and right. Like she's kind of got like a nervous twitch energy type mm. thing where I was just looking at her like, it's great that you're free, but are you actually okay? What exactly. happens What happens with Britney thereafter? Who is around her that's going to ensure that the psychological damage that has been done as a result of being in this conservatorship is looked after in the right yeah, way. That's, that's and what, also whatever led to the conservative, yeah, whatever yeah. kind of instabilities led to her going into that. Exactly. You know, don't, don't that's what I was going to say. There's a, there's a freak, I was watching a documentary on this years ago. There's a frequent and consistent pattern of behavior exhibited in children in orphanages, which is this rocking motion. Traumatized and orphaned children within unhealthy relationships in orphanages do this like swaying mm. thing. Uh, I'm not enough of a psychoanalyst to understand the reasons behind it, but it's a trend mm -hmm. that's been picked up uh, in the scientific community. But yeah, I mean, if you give someone who's probably been like force fed beta blockers for the last 10 years by a repressive father mm. 45 million quid, and it's no surprise that they may end up going off the rails. So I do hope that she has the, uh, the strength and guidance um, that she needs to get through this but it's a pretty mad story of like how she ended up in it and what her parents were doing to her during it like we're going to get the big oprah interview so yeah that's gonna, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that yeah rt that's that's going to be like rivaling um megan and harry meg type ratings um but like some some facts came out which were pretty mad chat like her her old man was paying himself 12 grand a month uh as a privilege for for like protecting the guardianship so uh, he was basically earning a wage. And it kind of did get me thinking, like, realistically, people talk a lot. People always talk a lot about Project Mbappe. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking if I can have a kid, turn them into a pop star uh, and pay myself 12 grand a month, Project Britney is probably the template to be using going forward. Do you know how many kids want to become footballers? I reckon getting your baby boy to become a singer is... A much easier route to the nah, top. No, I disagree. Definitely anyway. not. Well, then Definitely becoming a footballer. No, 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 no. Are you fucking nah, mad? Nah, nah. Mate, don't worry. To You're be fair, with, 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 with TikTok and that, it's probably a little bit easier to become a superstar now. But... 12 grand a month. That's Project Britney coming. Her, her, her also, dear, 12 grand a month is not that much money. 
You said that before. Yeah, I think yes. that's a bit mad, bro. This is, guys, this, is, guys. this is this is 80 grand a year is not a lot for an MP discourse. You know what I mean? Right here. But realistically, right? <laughs> 12 let's G's. be honest. Let's be honest. That's let's, 12 grand. Let's talk cush. completely honestly, yeah? He's not got her lifestyle, by the way. He's 12 just... grand is not huge amounts of money. A month. Yeah, we're talking about 150 bags a year, right? He's that's, living that's, in a mansion. He's living in yeah, a mansion paying grand. himself 12 grand a month, bro. Yeah, he'll pay tax on that. It's not like uh, he's not paying tax. Like, he'll pay tax on that peas, and that's not a huge amount of peas. Like, right. you, like you guys Give me are, those prop. Jesus, yeah, can you hear me? Like, we Jesus. Jesus, 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 you guys are pretending like you're no, not pretty, working From in what the I've read, I'm pretty sure that I mean, 12 grand was net because they're coming out of a trust as like a loan or some shit. So he's not paying tax on that. Maybe the estate's paying tax. Anyway, mummy was on 110 grand a year herself. Um, she's looking to cut them out of the family. Apparently she was forced implanted an IUD um, to stop her having another child. Um, she was banned from getting married. She's now 39 years old. It's pretty bleak. Although she is engaged now to a 27-year-old. I would just like to say, mashallah. Um, He's about to rinse her. To my guy, who's probably going to collect 22.5 million off that 45 million fortune. And good on him. She does already have two kids, 15 and 16. I actually don't know who baby daddy is. Do yeah, you Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline. Oh, she said she is? wants to pop another sprog out as well. Yeah. So she, she needs wants to, to get, get married. That, that was the, the big driver behind are you trying man to get to engaged. Are you man going to apply? For oh, she's, she's engaged. She's engaged. Yeah. A 27 year old. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sam. How did she Ashgari. do that? Wait, how did she? has been on the go for a while. She's not allowed to get married because of the conservatorship. And that was one of the things that drove her fans to be like, Free Britney. Uh, free Britney. Yeah, yeah. So she's been able to have a boyfriend this whole conservatorship. That's a, a weird boyfriend, look. but not. Uh, she wasn't allowed to get married because that would impact the, on, on the payout. Why is that weird? Like a thirty-nine-year-old woman. Maybe just maybe just because my views on what the conservative was, it just sounded like prison. You know what I mean? Yeah, effectively. Yeah. yeah anyway, maybe it was but prison it with conjugal. Well, it was prison with conjugal visits. Yeah, exactly. Um, so fair play it's to also Britney. like prison in a very kind of like. Exaggerated sense. Well, gilded of cage. You know what I mean? Of like, course, of course. It's when uh, Ellen DeGeneres was like uh, during COVID times when she was like, oh, we've been cooped up in the house and like she's doing shows from her house and it's some fucking palatial <laughs> yeah. $40 million mansion. Well, she like, was, it's like prison in here. Yeah. There's three swimming pools. Yeah, well, I, also, while she like, was, it's like prison. Well, she's relentlessly bullying her staff and then getting cancelled. Anyway, Did so she ever get cancelled for that problem? Oh, cancelled. she's been cancelled. She's done. She's right, cool. show's yeah. over. Uh, fair play to Britney. She is going to become a campaigner. And an advocate uh, for people stuck in other conservatorships. She's going to get back in the studio with the Neptunes and no, bring out another. No, in the studio. She'll do, she'll do every two or three years, she'll do a residency in Vegas, make 30 mil, and that will cover you. So I disagree for because I think she's about to cash a serious check from Netflix. 100%. For, for the upcoming documentary, documentary series. Okay, I don't fine. think another studio album is ever necessary. Basically. That's what I'm saying. The studio album thing, I don't think. What she she'll will do 100% make another album. These Vegas residents, you guys are underestimating how much money these men yeah, make from these Vegas residents. Yeah, they make P. And Circus Soleil. And they make P, but guess what? She's going to release an Dion. album as part of the rollout. You, uh, heard it, you heard it here first. Maybe. Anyway, so she's going to campaign for disabled people under conservatorships. So fair play. Good, good luck to her. Yeah, good luck to you, Britney Spears. I just hope I don't see her burn in, burn in six months. Yeah. And what will happen is the media will fan this flame for, for, for a few months just to make sure, like, oh, she's out. Because that will also sell papers. Look how happy she looks. And, da -da -da -da. and for a few months, we'll have this idyllic Britney. And then slowly, piece by piece, they'll start picking. They'll yeah. start picking a. I'm sure this 27 year old is. loves her for her and not for the money. So that's all going to work out well, fine. But he's, he's doing the long game, the G. Good luck <laughs> to Brittany. Um, send some cash this way if you don't know what to do with it. Please. Um, We've been free, Brittany, from day one yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. If you forgot how to spend your cash, I could send you the cash app. 
I got Revolut. I'll, just, I'll create a cash app. Yeah. Um, so you can send some funds. Yeah. Um, we are now going to move on to relationship advice. Oh, very good. So uh, relationship advice, yeah? You man ready? We are here. Let's go. This one's a little different to the ones that we're used to. It's a little more mature. I oh. like different. I like it a lot. All right. I am 40 years old. Yummy. Mummy? And I want a baby. Yes. yes. Okay. Not yet. But I haven't really found the right man. Mm-hmm. Key. Recently, I met someone on the apps and we really get along. The problem is, before I met him, I decided that I wanted to have a baby and started the process of insemination. Mm-hmm. And now, since I've met him, I still want the kid. But I don't know if I should tell him and when I should tell him. Mm-hmm. How do you think he would react? And how would you react to be put in this situation? Holy Jesus. This is tough so <laughs> i guess it's also not hugely dissimilar to possibly dating uh, a, a lady who already has a child i guess it's not hugely dissimilar so to that just to get the predicament degree. right she is determined she's 40 to have a child and she's decided basically and, i need a child uh, yeah and she started the process of insemination and during that process i don't know exactly how it works but it takes some time during that process, she's met someone who she likes, but obviously still kind of hedging her, her bets because this relationship could similarly also not work out. So she wants to carry on with the insemination thing, insemination thing while also dating my G. Well, honey, as far as uh, revelations go, this is a pretty big one. It's effectively like I'm pregnant. You need to... As early as possible. I would say lead with that. But <laughs> where where that's not always possible, you have to find the quickest opportunity to reveal and reveal. Can you see yourself being comfortable with it in any kind of particular circumstances? If I'm the guy. If you're the guy, yeah. So she sits you down, she lets you know, look, I started this process. I, st- I really want to carry on dating you, but... I also want a kid. I don't know how this relationship's going to work out. So oh man, this is so tricky because Jesus. if she if she gets with a guy who wants kids of his own, then that's that's tough. If she that's not gets exclusive. with a guy, you can still have a kid with her after she's had this insemination thing, right? Yeah, but some people want to have kids with their partner, and that's, they want that to be their family. They don't want someone else's kid potentially, because um, that's one more kid than they essentially yeah. wanted to have. for clarity's sake it's not it's like a it will be a donor right so it's not like yeah, another yeah, person course. will be in your life of course of course yeah, of yeah. course i get it right but um it's a tricky one as well because if she is speaking to people who don't want kids then that potentially means that she won't find many matches because yeah that's, that, that's, that's a non-negotiable for me yeah again i mean I, I, it's, it's the same it depends on on my circumstance right it depends on what i want I would want to know that as soon as possible. I do think she has to get to know the guy well enough to understand where they are with regards to like future planning for kids and so on and so forth. Before telling him you're saying. Before telling. But as soon as you find that out, you have to tell what the situation is. As soon as you find that out, regardless of what you find out, is what you're saying. So regardless of what his answers are. Regardless. So then why do you even need to ask? You might as well just leave with it then, right? No, because it's personal. It's personal. Ultimately, it's a personal thing. Ultimately, it's a personal thing. And... 
not everybody has to get access to your personal information straight away. But if you find yourself on a, on a very adult wavelength with somebody and you're having personal conversations about the future, what they want to do with family and so on and so forth, once you have that information, it's your responsibility to tell them where you are at. Because getting with somebody, not telling them that you're pregnant and then what, five, six months in when a belly starts to show, being like, by the way, not ideal. Yeah, so I don't know if she's currently pregnant, but she'll be yeah, but you imminently get my, pregnant. But you get yeah, my point, exactly, exactly right? Yeah, at, what point, at what point do you do it? Do you do it at the yeah. six-month point? No, you probably do it earlier. I mean, you'd be forced to do it earlier, right? Just because it will show three months, four months. Exactly. Later, whatever, yeah. So lead as early as you can. Okay. But you didn't answer. Can you see yourself being comfortable with it? You yourself at any point. If any girl that you're dating sat you down and said, boom, this is the situation. It's can a you see a scenario where you're comfortable with it? Uh, yes. Okay. Potentially. Okay. But I would rather know because if I really want to have kids with that person, that could affect it. Okay. Especially if like at that age, for example, that may be one of her very few opportunities to have kids and all these other factors. Um, so that's going to be, I mean, obviously I don't know, but I'm assuming that's going to be the biggest driving factor is the age, right? For the woman, yeah, for sure. Because right? she started with, her, the first line is, I am 40, right? So, so yeah. I guess that's the driving factor behind, yeah. like, behind doing it. And it's tough, right? Because if, you know, if she decided not to go down the insemination route, she might find somebody who really wants to have a child with her and doesn't have to go down that insemination route. Yeah, she's gone 40 years without finding But yeah, no, exactly. Which is why it's, it's, it's terribly tricky. But um, irrespective of what the man's plans are, she needs to find the earliest opportunity to reveal. I said that she should try to lead if possible, but that's not realistic. As Soon as she understands what he is on mentally, she needs to reveal that ASAP Rocky. Do we know how long they've been dating for? We don't. Um, <clears throat> do we have any sense? I got, the, uh, in, uh, I got the feeling from the message that it wasn't like a very long time, but it says that I really like him and I, I, I wanted to carry on dating him, is what it said, right? Uh, doesn't I mean, know how to tell him. That's exactly. got to come up, man. I so, don't know how to tell him. Doesn't, I don't know how he'd react. And if you'd want a baby, uh, if you want someone who has a baby with a stranger. So, so one of Tommy's most infamous catchphrases in the history of this podcast is die with the lie. Mm. Oh, Johnny. Oh, uh, I'm going to paraphrase Tommy Quite here. Quite interesting really? to see what the lie is. Yeah. And I'm going to say fly with the lie. Wow. Okay. Uh, what you've got here is basically a window of free optionality. Mm -hmm. um, there's a bit of risk. There's a bit of risk. We don't know by whom she's been inseminated. Yeah. But she's got about three or four months to figure out whether or not this guy's worth having a kid with. Dating at the age of 40, very different to dating at the age of 18. Very different to dating at the age of 28, 38. You don't take as long to figure out whether or not the person you're dating is worth your time the older you get. I, I hear that. Within three months, she'll get to a point, if she's inseminated, inshallah, that she begins to show. Mm -hmm. Within three months, she'll know whether or not she really wants to have a kid with this it's guy. That's not the way to live your life. Wait, That's not the way to do it. Let him land. By the time she's pregnant enough to show... 
she can either say to this guy, look, I'm pregnant and it's yours. <laughs> Wild. Okay. Or just leave him. And walk away with your child. That is fucking. But you can't walk wild. away because she likes Johnny Vivas. She could always walk away. Nah, I don't. I don't know because the walk away option is always there. But she wants to carry. You on are literally it. potentially entertaining a situation where she makes this brother believe that's his seed. Eighteen years. Eighteen years. And on his birthday, <sighs> found out it wasn't his. Yo. That was. I thought you were Team Yo. Kanye, but that oh was literally. God, what is going I thought on? you were Team Kanye, my guy. That was literally oh the song I was going to reference. I was going to reference that that bar. <laughs> And on the eighteenth birthday, she found out Look, it wasn't his. What, what's, what's Kanye's boy's been in jail for for forty three years? Forty seven. Forty seven. Small, small stretch. Eighteen. Small, small. So, so look, she obviously kind of wants her cake wow. and wants to eat it, right? Because she wants to carry on dating him and wants to have the kid as well. So, like the optionality that Johnny was talking about is is I it's can't there. I can't see it. Oh, I think because, it's there. Because the option of her having the kid and bunning him off is all, has always been there, but she doesn't want that. She Look, wants to have both. Three right? months, she gets down the road, she's pregnant. It's either his or it's not his. But she gets a baby either way. Yeah. She she's going to have that It's going to take her three months to figure it out. She's, no matter what. She's having her cake. It's, but no, she's but then that's got three the months to decide whether or not she eats it as well. Whether wants, he gets a piece. Yes. Guys, she wants three a, months to see I think it sounds like to me that she wants a baby more than she wants a relationship. Well, right. she wants baby that's more than she wants this guy. And that right is now. reasonable. That's reasonable. That is reasonable. So the reason why I say that is because but she can have both. Of course, she could potentially have both. But she could definitely have both. <laughs> Are you done? If she pretends it's his. Alright, cool. Let me go. Are you willing to tell the why point I was trying to make was if the important thing is having a kid more so than having a relationship, then she is open to the possibility of being a single mum, which is why she's gone down this route of insemination, irrespective of yes. having a partner. Yeah. Yes. So why the hell would you not tell the person that you're with? Because then they might leave and she might want him to stay. But she was down for that possibility. The yeah. minute she, she said she's wanted to be a single yeah, mum in the first him. place. Then she met so she boy. owes, why are you guys like removing her responsibility to be honest to this, but I know it's all bands, but like she has to tell him. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from, from my perspective, <laughs> sorry, I had to make it serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. But from my perspective, like, yeah. Ultimately, I guess part of the the question was about you and what would you do, yeah. right? And and that's why I was trying to like yeah. hammer that point home to you a little bit. Yeah. Me personally, I can't really see too many scenarios where I'm willing to kick it after that conversation, right? So whether. I really liked her, whether I really didn't really like her, whether I want to have a kid with her, whether I didn't really want a kid with her, whatever the kind of preconditions you were talking about. After this conversation, knowing that a pregnancy is imminent and it has nothing to do with you, safe. Right? You're out. Basically. Yeah, You're out. effectively. Effectively. And I don't think that that's an uncommon reaction. Oh, agreed. Right? So therefore, it would also be somewhat logical for her to debate Johnny's line of thinking, right? <laughs> She's because maintaining optionality. It's, it's it's logical that 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 most brares are gonna kick, and if that's the case, then you can at least play with the idea that you may possibly lie, right? She's got. Three anyway, to that's that's out. Johnny's thing. I'm not running with that. Oh. I'm running with, um, effectively, you've been at it for forty years. You've been looking for uh, a fella 
to settle down with. That hasn't happened. You've you've obviously prioritized having the kid more than this G you've met on one of the apps. So keep it moving like that. Have the kid, have the conversation. My G will probably kick and you carry on back to your original plan of, of, of yeah. raising that kid on your own. Is, is basically what I'm saying. Look, if they've had unprotected sex, he's already run the gauntlet. Mm, it's on him. Punish him. It's on him at this stage. Punish him. It's, it will finish him, really. Yeah. It's on him at this stage. Uh, I say maintain your optionality, sweetheart, because that's really the only thing we have in this life. There was a uh, something like a little meme thing someone shared with me about um, a grandfather who was uh, suspicious that his grandson's uh, missus yeah. was like messing around, was cheating, and okay. blah, blah, blah. so in the in the night he tested the grandchildren's um, hair. Mm. Uh, he took like a couple of like strands of hair or whatever and had it run through a DNA test and found out that it had no familiar matches to him. <clears throat> Yikes! And then confronted, obviously confronted the missus, the whole family. Mm. Rah, I've like, been conducting tests. Exactly. I've been conducting tests. Rah, rah, rah. Oh, is this going she where I think it's going? She up and down. Fuck like, nah, I, I know haven't where this cheated, is going. I haven't cheated, I haven't cheated. I yeah, know where yeah, this is right, going. Whatever. So they did a second round of tests. Turned out that they were the husband's child. Mm. And it was at that point the grandfather learned that that wasn't his son. <laughs> haram. Haram, haram, haram. So 18 years ain't even a thing. You can go much longer than that, Fire. That's that short stay car park at Heathrow. Be. Exactly. That's not even. That's not even. That's the five pound that you're now going to have to pay to yes. drop off to. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what 18 that shit, years is that a drop shit off. That pissed me off, by yeah. the way. That new rule was pissed me off. It's a drop right off. It's a drop off. Compared to a grandfather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a whole life. So listen, huh? How do we summarize? I'll summarize. So this is the advice that you've been given, right? The advice that you've been given is ultimately be honest tell be the guy honest. and if he steps then you carry on with your plan mm-hmm. as that was your plan as you had anyway. originally constituted it yes if however listener you are listening on youtube <laughs> lie to him fly with the lie this is nasty season yes <laughs> so if you're on youtube baby don't worry he if he's been busting that nut freely then cheese if punish if, him if he's worth keeping he'll stick around anyway wild yeah, keep the uh, keep the submissions coming in <laughs> <laughs> to either one of our individual Instagrams or to the uh, Discord and Terribly Instagram handle. <laughs> we'll be here doing them justice Rich every is, other week. Which is visibly rattled off. Fuck this it, week's mate. Section. Honestly, I think you know what, Loki. That might be. Yeah, that was the hardest one. That's definitely the hardest. Years. That is the hardest one. Yeah, no, she has to tell him. She's wow. just got to be straight up with the plans. I like you, but I'm also doing this for me. My age can't really play around. I hope that we can do something. Insemination might not work, but we're both going to figure out quickly whether or not we want a kid. You're also assuming that at 40, um, she's probably also dating another guy who's of similar age. Exactly. Yeah. So he will probably also come with some form of baggage himself. Maybe mm. he's a divorcee. Maybe he has a child of his own from mm. another marriage. Yeah, so he's like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he may be down for it as mm. well, right? So there could True. be scenarios. Like with our age demographic, we could sit here and be like, nah, nah, we're not down with it. But if she's 40 and she's dating a 45-year-old yeah. guy, then then it could easily work. So just be honest. Yeah. yeah. Or lie if you're on YouTube. Fly with the lie. For real. All right. <laughs> We're going to do the quiz. Yeah, yeah. This is actually pivotal. Mm. The big one. We've had, a little, we've had a little break from the quiz. The yes. biggie. This is the one. But this one... So, so at the beginning of the quiz, listeners, we had decided to make it a best of 11 series. Mm-hmm. And currently... Young Abiyadi is 5'4 up. 
Don't sound surprised. So if he wins this and goes 6 4, winner. That series over. Winner. So this is pivotal times for Chicken a man dinner. like Johnny. Don't know. He's not nervous at all. He's getting his Google ready. Look. I'll get my notes app out. Liar. Because um, it's such a special quiz, I've prepared 25 questions. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> he was waiting for Jesus. <laughs> that penny dropped. I was like, huh? huh? Uh, all right. So your usual five questions, boys. You know, and, and listen to them. You guys know the rules. Every, uh, every question's answer is a number. You Ready. sum your numbers. Five Let's questions, five numbers. Sum them all up. And at the end, whatever that number is, is your answer. I My calculator. Under pressure. Johnny, who started this quiz process so bullish, yes. is currently 5-4 down. Yes. After being given a freebie. Mm. What? Mm. What was I given a freebie? You were given a freebie. The one that I won. Yeah, he allowed you on one. Yeah, the one that I won. All right. So the first question today comes out of left field. Mm. My comfortable space. Very, very left. Yes. What number of kids makes the parent happiest? Oh. All right. So how many children maximizes a parent's happiness? Question number two. Very good. So obviously this week we've had a lot of news around MPs and second jobs and la 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 la. So this is uh, in line with that. The BBC publishes annually its staff compensation. Mm. There are approximately 76 BBC presenters and uh, journalists making over 150k a year. Right, we all know this list. Mm-hmm. The man like uh, Gary Lineker, Gary Lineker yeah. is that exactly. Name? Yeah. All them man, Laura Koonsberg and these guys, right? So uh, they, there's a, there's seventy six of them that make over one hundred fifty grand a year. How many of these seventy six have topped up their salaries with second gigs or jobs, private oh. gigs or second jobs? Of the seventy six. Of the seventy six, so I've just looked at the guys who are. In the top bracket, which is the over 150k bracket, mm-hmm. which are 76 of them, how many of them are taking on second jobs? So how many of them are working second jobs while criticizing the MPs for working their second Very jobs? Very good. All right. This is question number three. Mm-hmm. This is actually breaking news. Okay. Uh, that broke earlier today. Peng Shanyu. Yes. A Chinese female tennis player. Correct who in 2014 was ranked world doubles number one by the WTA and was the first Chinese player to ever do so. Now, in the answer section, I'll go on to why we're talking about her. But the question about her is ultimately, what was her highest ever singles ranking? Right? So in 2014, she went number, uh, number one, doubles number one. Where did she place? What was her f- single highest placing? On the singles charts. Hmm. Question number four. Abiyadi's not looking confident not a good today. One for me this year. Not looking confident. The worst ever performance figures have once again been recorded by hospital emergency departments and the ambulance service in Wales. Figures for October show fewer than 65% of patients spent less than four hours in accident and emergency departments. But to me anyway, more shockingly, were the ambulance service respond times. During the month of October, the ambulance service responded to X, 
number of red calls, which are calls where life is at immediate risk within eight minutes. So, so the question is, for the month of October, in NHS Wales, the ambulance service respond times were X percent for what was classified as red calls. Yeah? Yeah. Final question. Number five. And this is a bit of a throwback question. Hmm. Kind of completes the loop on our news cycle. Okay. Jacob Chansley, the former actor and Navy sailor who is better known as the Q Anand Shaman. Yes. Oh, Mr. Chasley, 34, emerged as one of the riot's most familiar figures, largely because of his outlandish costume he wore on that day. A horned helmet, a fur pelt draped around his naked shoulders, fake Jamiroquai, isn't it? and a thick patina of red, white, and blue uh, face paint. Right. right. On Jan 6th, the government says Mr. Chansley was among the first 30 rioters to enter the capital and quickly used a bullhorn to rile up the crowd and demand lawmakers be brought out. So uh, he was uh, sentenced this week. How many months in prison was he sentenced for? Breaking and entering, first 30 rioters, blah, blah, blah. How many months in prison did he get? Ding, ding. Add all these numbers up, Got ladies it. and gentlemen. I think it's a low scoring week. And once you've added all these numbers up, Abiyadi, as always, you're closest to me, so I'll see your number. Okay. And Mr. Vivas, please give us your number. I'm very not confident. Okay. My number is 79. 79. My number is 37. I think it's a low scoring week. 37. There's a big gap here. All right. Let's start it off. Number one. How many kids? Two. Two. A handful of studies have tried to pinpoint the number of children to maximize a parent's happiness. One study from the mid-2000s indicated that a second child or a third child didn't make parents happier. If you want to maximize your subjective well-being, you should stop at one child, the study author told Psychology Today. However, a more recent study from Europe found that two <laughs> is the magic number. Uh, having more than two children wouldn't bring any parents any yeah, joys. So two is the number. Interestingly, the two-child ideal uh, is a major departure from half a century ago. In 1957, only 20% of Americans said the ideal family had two children or less, with 71% saying three or more. Yeah, yeah that makes so sense. that's how it's changed over time. It's now... Fucking punitively expensive to raise children yeah, in and more people, uh, it, more selfish. Just as keep well. it moving. This is tense. You ready? Yeah. yeah. So two. This hasn't tense. told you much. You don't know if the answer is a small is, number or a big cool, number. Bro. Yeah. All right. This will help. Number two about the second jobs. Yeah. To these seventy-six BBC man. The answer. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. I think I did fourteen. I can't remember. Fourteen. The answer is twenty-one, or just under thirty percent. I couldn't have done 40 then. So most, no. uh, most of this comes from the, in the form of speaking engagements, moderating debates, blah, 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 closed door CEO forums. But 
It's just interesting to think that we're talking about MPs at 80k mm. who are taking second jobs and these BBC presenters on 150 are taking second jobs. So number three, oh God. where did she uh, where did she rank uh, Peng Shui in the world rankings? I think I put 13 or something like that. I put number eight. 14. Ooh. Nearly nailed that. So the reason that she's come out onto the news is because last she got month, missing. Yeah. So last month on Chinese social media called Weibo, she alleged that the uh, that the former vice president to the country had sexually abused her. Um, those two posts on Chinese Twitter called Weibo were removed within half an hour, mm. and censor blocks uh, and censors blocked numerous related terms, including tennis. Mm. But the claims still managed to go viral, and since those claims, she hasn't been seen since. Yes. Yes. So this hit the news Thoughts today with. because uh, mm. because uh, Chinese state media today launched uh, released a Twitter statement that apparently that she had written to the head of the WTA, in which everyone's basically saying she didn't write this. It's very much Mohammed bin Salman school of Khashoggi murders yes. kind of chat. So keep an eye on this news story that's developing there's rapidly. A, there's actually a lot of mad chat to it's, get into it's around. There's a that. lot of madness around that. She thought the Me Too thing extended out to China. It, it did not. Found out it didn't. Yes. Uh, NHS Wales. Shockingly, 50% of red calls were responded to in eight minutes. Shit, I'm out of this. Yeah, you are. So only 50%, down from 52% uh, from the previous month. I actually oh. went lower. I said 24%. 20, only you thought only 24%. I yeah, went lower. Mad. The way you answered that red, fucking longest question in the world. I lie. Like, Guys. Red calls are something that they they consider immediate risk. Like someone's died, someone's about to die. Yeah. And only 50% of yeah, those Yeah, the calls way you reach. framed it just made it sound It's a lot of countryside in Wales. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever. 50 50 is uh, getting bitter. Oh, so now, now, now we're getting, getting upset. About, that's funny how we get upset about phrasing of questions. I've not said it. I've got it wrong. I got it wrong. Clear. I got it wrong. That's all I said. I this is the one that will throw you guys off about, I guess, how long this guy got. He got 41 months. Uh, I've oh, got 11 months. I've got 21 months. Yeah, so he got just over three years, effectively. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense because we've see, we're seeing people go to prison for for much less than this, right. for, for much longer. Yeah. So your grand he'll total... Do, he'll do very well in prison, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the answer was 128. Johnny Vivas ties it up. Huge. Five, five. Huge. So that means the Is next quiz... Is it actually quiz, five, five, though? I, yeah. I think we need to revisit. I think it was five, uh, four now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all recorded, so we can go back. Mm. Luckily for us... But uh, five five. Quizmaster's got to do that. Surely he's got to keep the score. We did that. We've moved. No, we didn't. None of you checked five on five. five. We've so moved on. we can we can double check. You are bitter like but the lemon. No, well done, Johnny. Well done. The next one's pivotal now. So the one who wins the next one yeah. claims their claims grubby the hands yeah. on the title of kudos, basically of yeah. champ, of, of champ, of champ forever. Yeah. Like who's ever mm. going to let the other side live this one down for real? Mm. I'm never letting you do it down when I win. Really? Just RT. Oh, you better be prepared. Is it that deep? We're not doing it in the next episode because I'm coming back from America. But for the final episode of the year. Why are we not we'll, doing it on the next episode? Because I'm not looking at the news. That sounds like a you problem. It does sound like a you problem. Wow. It does sound like a you problem. Let's just stop the course of action because yeah. you. Almost, if anything, what you should do is, is lobby for a, for a change in, in questions. Like we did the geography one. Remember yes. when we had like, what's the population of blah, blah, blah? Yes. <laughs> well, I think it's a good way to finish the year by having the tiebreaker episode, which is the no, 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 fuck all that. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank, know, you, thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you, gentlemen, for another fantastic episode. You're welcome. To yes. the listeners as well, uh, big up. 
This is another one for you. Episode 29. Johnny's going off on holiday. Wish Johnny a very happy holiday. Don't know. Peace out. Holla. Bye. Safe.